once again into the soccer OG. Hey, that's me, Max Bretos. This is episode 95. As always, we like to remind you to rate, review, download, and subscribe. I want to tell you about our big World Cup plans coming, which, as I record this, is 30 days away. 30 days, Jerry. When you're hot, you're hot. Dated reference from uh, the Jerry Reed catalog, who uh, one of the great country western musicians, guitar players. Also was in a Scooby-Doo episode for those who are keeping track. But let's move forward. This is going to be a little different of a podcast. I am doing this from the Soccer OG Studios. But after this, you'll be hearing me at Bank of California Stadium as I give you the sights, the sounds, all the reaction from El Clásico Angelino. Some call it El Tráfico, LAFC, the Galaxy. I'm here in Los Angeles. This city's going bananas. The ticket prices are through the roof. Uh, I think the cheapest is at just over 200 Some people are paying $2,500 for a seat. And this is what you want. You want a big game in Major League Soccer that captures a city. And I just was with Good Day LA, which is one of the top morning shows, and did a hit from there. So uh, this is a big deal. These are these important games for the league. And uh, the MLS Cup playoffs have been great. I hope you uh, were able to check out the Soccer OG podcast with Matt Doyle, if you haven't. It's a little dated, but it's still some great information about the playoffs moving forward that uh, you could do. And we encourage that. These are reference to, uh, podcasts for you to get smarter. I get smarter. I'm not saying I'm making you smarter. That's why I have these guests. I'm getting. I'm going for the best guests in the business. I would love to get uh, Kylian Mbappe, but um, I'm not going to send that email. I just don't. I think it's going to be a waste of time. Check out the Soccer OG on YouTube under my name, Max Bretos. I have a very interesting one right now about the uh, the object of USMNT dissatis discontent. Aaron Long, and what you do with the central defense. Now, there are some options for the U.S. Don't think there will be a change, but maybe, I will assure you, Greg Berhalter is probably burning the midnight oils, looking at tape, going, what do I do? For the all-important first game against Wales, you got to get that right. You win that game. You win that game. You're going to the round of 16. If I'm proven wrong, so be it. But if you win that game because you approach England differently, England approaches you differently, and then you see what you can get for Iran, a team that is against non-all due respect, AFC, Asian Football Confederation squads, not as adventurous. You can manage that in a certain way. I'm not saying it's an easy win. And a lot of people are rating Iran, but we still have to see it. And I love how everyone uh, is going, they have a great coach in Carlos Quiroz. I go, yeah, he's a nice coach, but uh, when did he become Sir Alex Ferguson? Did I miss something? Carlos Quiroz? Solid. Look, again, with the coaching, I'm going off on a tangent because this is the only time I'm here in the studios. But um, national team managers, for those who know, do not hold a candle to club managers. You know, people who know soccer are aware of that. But for those who don't, the money is with the club. You get to coach every week with the club. National team is not desirable to a lot of top managers, whether it's Jose Mourinho or Mauricio Pochettino or Jurgen Klopp, because they don't get to do hands-on. And look, these guys are making astronomical salaries. I remember when Antonio Conte came in and my jaw dropped what Tottenham Hotspur are paying. You're not getting that coaching some of the national teams. And more than anything, just for their satisfaction, they don't get to coach week in, week out. So you don't get the caliber of manager. That said, you know, Carlos Quiroz, you go for experience, and he's had a lot of it. And I'm not diminishing it. This is not a Carlos Quiroz pod, but 
If I was one more person says he got a great coach manager, I'm like, wait a minute, he's good. Let's not get, let's not go overboard. I also wanted to talk about, and I'll talk more about on the Soccer OG YouTube under my name, Max Bretos, the interesting situation for the U.S. team, A, that we're going to be the youngest team at the World Cup, and now we might be the freshest. The MLS season has ended for a lot of our internationals. It will eventually in a couple weeks. That includes Walker Zimmerman. That includes Aaron Long. Don't roll your eyes. That includes Jesus Ferreira. That includes probably Paul Adiola. Maybe Jordan Morris. I don't think the list goes beyond that. Uh, uh, there, there are some others that certainly will be considered, but they're not going to be playing week to week. Christian Pulisic's not going to be playing a lot. I hope Gio Reyna's not playing a lot because I don't want him to get injured. Luca Della Torre's not playing a lot. Weston McKinney's not performing. He may not be playing a lot before too long. There are others that are playing a ton, like Josh Sargent and Looks like Ricardo Pepe and Yunus Musa, and obviously the Premier League guys. Matt Turner's not going to be playing a lot, but that's a goalkeeper. It's a bit different. So maybe we'll be the youngest and the freshest. And I will say this about the World Cup, and we'll talk about it more because I'll have a podcast coming up this weekend. We'll talk about, you know, the, the narrative is the players in Qatar are going to be really locked in because they'll be coming off their season and they, they'll be at peak form, right? They will have, they're not going to be, they'll have one third of the season. But remember, that's been compacted. And now they also mentally have to think about once this World Cup's over, it's right back to work. So there's going to be fatigue mentally, physically. And how does that manifest itself? I get the feeling that being fresh in some situations, especially when we're talking about playing every three days, right? In the groups, being fresh could be valuable. I'm not saying it's the best thing, but let's accentuate the positives. For the U.S. men's national team. We'll talk more about this. This is more MLS. We're going to get you inside the bloodstream at Bank of California Stadium. If you haven't enjoyed a game from there, if you're traveling to Los Angeles, make it part of your trip. It's an incredible evening. It'll take your breath away. I think if you go to L.A., you go to the Hollywood Bowl, you go to the Cliffs of Palos Verdes, you go to Koreatown for food, and then you go to Bank of California Stadium to see a game. That is complete. So I will take you into it, and it's going to be really fun. We'll see what happens. We'll get close into the supporters group. So you can get all the flavor. The Soccer OG podcast, rate, review, download, subscribe, tell a friend, check out the Soccer OG on YouTube. When, when you hear me again, the audio won't be as good as we will be in the stadium. It's exciting. As I mentioned to all of you guys, uh, I am now here at Bank of California Stadium. We're about 30, 40 minutes away from the kickoff of the biggest fixture in MLS history. <laughs> It's not. But listen, these are the cues that I had. So I walked up. I came with my wife. We're walking around. First and foremost, a lot of mounted police. In Los Angeles, when you see the police on horseback, it means it's a big thing because they're expecting uh, maybe a few things to get a little hairy here and there. So I walked around, saw some big celebrities. Uh, Emilio Rivera of Mayans. He's really intimidating. He's an amazing actor, but you saw him and he's got the mustache. I didn't want to walk up to him because I thought I might, you know, I might get Mayan justice. But he's an actor, but he still really looks really tough in person. Okay. We're looking for celebrities. We, the biggest celebrity we've seen on the, on the north side is Kate Cowell, San Jose Earthquakes. And now I join these guys at the 110 Football Studio. We're doing the, this is a big no-no. We are getting ready for a show in 10 minutes, and I'm going to talk to these guys about this rivalry and what's going on. So I just want to give you a taste of what's going on at this stadium. 
And again, a reminder to come out to an LAC game if you're in Los Angeles, if you're not listening from Los Angeles. So you, you talk to the 110 football crew here, Vince LaRosa, JR the Scarf, or Jean-Ramon Lambert. That's me. That's me. Absolutely. It sounds like a prop on a French rugby team. Thank and you. Connor Colopsis, who is, uh, is like a bit of a, sh a basket case right now. You don't want to talk a lot. You don't got to drag me just for views, man. <laughs> Connor, I need your swerve. It's my podcast. Oh, sorry. Listens. My apologies. No, let, I am a basket case, but I just... You what? What's the matter? I can feel it. What, I'm trying to be as zen as possible, but, you know, the, the occasion may be getting to me. I hope it doesn't do that to the players, but as a fan, it's... Uh, I wasn't able to sleep last night. Actually. Really? What's I your sleep? But what's your regular sleep? Six hours? I can sleep long. I mean, if we really want to get into it, well, I, I sleep six as or a seven teen, hours. As a nineteen-year-old boy, like if I have the time, I could sleep twelve hours. Technically, you're a man. You could die for your country. I'm you're a no boy, longer a I'm boy. I'm a boy man. Boy. It's six or seven hours of sleep unless we have to catch a flight and, and, and from Heathrow. Then he sleeps in. Oh, good living for you guys. World yeah. traveling. Where were you? Where were you last night? <laughs> Globe trotting. So you were in Heathrow? Are you live? Yes, I'm, I'm doing it for my podcast here. <laughs> sort of. Sorry, it's not live. But Vince LaRose is here. Okay, Vince. Uh, he's passing the buck. He doesn't want to address it. He's very nervous. Well, hey, but you've seen a lot of this. To me, I will say this. The game hasn't even started. I'm going to go in there and show some of the atmosphere. But this feels like the biggest LAFC Galaxy game because the history, uh, because the postseason, we've had it before. But even coming into it, it... It feels like a little tick above. Am I crazy? No, I think a lot of it is because we have had it before and we've felt the pain of winning this game and then losing the next one. So it's like, we don't want that to happen again, but hey, by the way, we've got to win this one right here. And I I'm with you, Max. I think we need more games like this. I don't. I'm, I mean, look, I'm not privy to what it's like at, at Philly versus uh, Cincinnati or some of these other places, but I don't think it's quite the same. It's a good game, but but the whole atmosphere around here feels more like a Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid, a Milan Inter, uh, a Juventus Torino or Juventus city, Milan. City rivals, legit city rivals, yes. Celtic Rangers. Yes, and I think that's what we've, we've wanted for the longest time. It's like, I get it, and I'm with you guys. Like, MLS has felt Mickey Mouse in some regards, Whoa. but these new teams that have come in have brought it, and these fans that have maybe grown up on and been fed by the Milan Inters, the Real Madrid Atleticos, they're like, well, how can I have that in my town? And this is one of the few places that like, you literally can have it because it, the proximity is so right there. And I, I just, it, it's the carnival. Like it's the carnival that surrounds the game and that's what makes it good. And then once you get inside, obviously it just goes to another level. You ever see the movie Charlotte's Web or read the book? I did read the book. Did you watch the movie? No. Where the rat sings a smorgasbord's a carnival, carnival. No. I, I'm sorry, I got dragged off on that I, I, I have had pet rats, and I enjoy rats, so... I will say, look, you feel it around the city, because when I've been in an MLS, and you walk around, you're like, no one even knows it's happening. I, you could tell it's happening, obviously around the stadium. I got to do this thing with uh, uh, Good Day LA. The whole newscast was all rival, whether it's sincere or not. Yeah. They're doing it, and they're not going to send people out to cover this. Not the case, but there's obviously a lot of local coverage. Uh, people noting that you know, national media members saying it's not just Clippers and Lakers who are playing up the street a mile up at uh, Crypto, but it's also this LAFC and Galaxy game because it's important to the public. I think it's made a breakthrough. We'll bring JR, you can say it. It's made a breakthrough in the public. You do a podcast, Defenders yep. of the Bank. It's Don't go away too far, Vince. Wait, how, far, how far are you? Uh, but it's, this is just the beginning. And I tell people like, MLS is 27 years old. 
uh, these top European leagues are 150 years old. Right. So we're getting there. Look, five o years. over the course of the rivalry, though, five years, this will be our 17th match that we've played against this club. I believe you're exactly right. This is the biggest feeling one because it's not just Zlatan against Carlos Vela, right? This is Gareth Bale and Denny Bawanga. It's the new kid Ricky Pooch from the Barcelona system. It's There's more layers on this one. And, oh, by the way, it's the only real true rivalry in the city of Los Angeles. All due respect to the Clippers, but Taylor Swift has more banners hanging. I at, was hoping you were say Taylor Swift is here. I, I would love to see Taylor Swift is here. But Taylor Swift has more banners hanging in Staples Center, Crypto.com Arena, than the Clippers do. So this is something that is different. It's something that seems more visceral. It seems more intrinsic to the heartbeat and the lifeblood of the city. And, and to have this game, this match, be right here in downtown, where you can feel everybody coming together from the city of Los Angeles to whether it's to cheer for LAFC or whether it's to cheer for Carson, it, it's, it's something that's a little bit deeper than just Lakers Clippers in my opinion. I like what you said about uh, Vela and Zlatan because even this game it would have been easy to slap Chicharito Vela on all the publicity but we didn't really see that, right? We didn't really see that. This was kind of a, this is LAFC, the Galaxy, as JR touched on. Well, to JR's point, it is only five years in, but I think it's now reached the standard of we don't need necessarily the heroes and villains per se. It helps. It helps. Like, Zlatan helps. But I just, I, I think that for for this rivalry, I, you know what's funny? Here's how I'll put it. I bet you if you walk through the parking lot of crypto right now and somebody go and you go, hey, what's going on? Somebody go, oh, it's Lakers Clippers. No big deal. If you walk through here where we're at right now and you're like, hey, what's going on? They'd be like, are you serious? You don't know what's happening here? So I think that's where you kind of get a different idea of they're like, how do you live in L.A. and you don't know what's happening? Whereas, again, if you walk through crypto, you know that there should be a basketball game going on, but you could easily just be like, what, what's happening here? I'm being shut down by our production team. Just before we, we wrap up, I just want all the viewers to know that I love Max Bredos. One of the, Thank the you, best people okay, you'll ever meet. All right, all right. Shame we're shutting it down. I just want everyone to have some homework. Find out the most famous person you can in the game. Last playoff game between mine was Kevin Costner. Try and beat that. Taylor Swift would do it, but uh, she's got to be here. She might be here. I'm telling you. It's that big of a deal. I'll be back with more sight sounds. and. around here this is going to be very split up they're going to a lot of hit misses i want to get you a taste of everything so i've come up to the press area i'm actually in the espn 710 radio booth i'm actually steps away from dave denholm he's getting ready for the second half i mean this is sacred ground he's getting ready to call the second half he can't be in right now it's 1-1 it doesn't matter if you're going to hear this you're going to know who won but i'm giving you a score update anyway but i heard my good friend mark rogadino also with 710 we did the halftime show and I know you were getting involved in a lot of stuff earlier in the day. You you know the sport in this area, not just L.A., but SoCal. Why is this different? Well, hopefully I'm going to be a hit for you here, right here, not a miss. Uh, you are a hit. Uh, I, I mean, this is the hottest ticket in town, Max. Isn't this crazy? I mean, you have the Lakers and the Clippers playing over there, right? Obviously, the Rams will be coming. You getting photos with Emilio Rivera of Mayans? Hey, El Padrino, I would not miss the chance. I mean, you're going to get extra bonus points if you know his character's name in the Mayans. Is it Padrino? El Padrino is what I they call them. Yeah. Oh, I should so watch good. the rest of it. So good. So Marcus Alvarez, by the way, for all those uh, Sons of Anarchy fans out there. Uh, which I am one. And he was in my. He's the, I know, but he, I haven't watched him the uh, Mayans. So many stars out here tonight. I mean, this is just. This is the atmosphere that we've come to love for five years, but a lot of people are finally, I think, 
taking notice of it and getting a little taste of it in the sense that they're like, oh my gosh, it's a playoff game between the Galaxy and LAFC tonight. It's a sold out Bank of California Stadium. I mean, it's everything we could ask for. Think about how much MLS has grown, right, Max? If I told you we were going to be doing this, say, 10, 12 years ago, we were before you went to ESPN, we were doing Fox Soccer Channel, right? You'd be like, yeah, sold out Bank of California Stadium. The sports arena is there, Mark. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> you know what hasn't grown is the officiating. We miss Abby Alcalaja. <laughs> You had to go there, didn't you? <laughs> and Ted Uncle. <laughs> oh, Lachona, this, this atmosphere is legit. The problem with this is that it lasts two hours. You don't want to leave. Maybe it lasts longer tonight. Well, I'm hoping it lasts longer tonight because that usually means an LAFC win. That means maybe a margarita or two for you and I over right. on the Sunset Deck at the 1800 Tequila Bar. Why don't we do it now? Do I get, okay. pay, do I get paid for those uh, those pops right there, those those, those promos right I know there? the 1800 guys. Every pop, uh, get, I, I get two I, bucks. No, but I tell you what, uh, for people that haven't been here before, it's just it's the best thing. And hey, that's why we want right LAFC to keep winning, host another host the Western Conference Championship, and then all of a sudden with the, you win that, you turn around and you get a chance to host MLS Cup. And as I said in the pregame show earlier today, I feel like this is the opportunity for the black and gold to get over the hump in the sense to say, we are definitely not little brother anymore to the Galaxy. We've, we, we know we've taken over in the marketplace in terms of the foothold of LAFC and the, and the logo and everyone sees them and everyone talks about the Bank of California Stadium, but I think you gotta get the result here tonight and that takes you and propels you into a bigger opportunities in the future. Walk over here with me because I know Dave's gonna start calling it. And let's talk trash about Denholm. We're walking. <laughs> you know, if we weren't that here, Denholm guy, man. If we weren't here, we could be, we could be, uh, people watching down there. You know, there's celebrities. Hey, yeah, I bet Richard Roscoe wants to have you down there for a couple of these interviews down there. So I mean, should I do that? That might, that might be your next step. Head downstairs to what's the uh, field suite number ten? Yes. Nothing more that people like in the middle of a game, an intense playoff game. Someone sticks some <laughs> crappy microphone in their face. Hey, man, give me your thoughts. I go, it's the 65th minute. Can I watch this game? No, no, answer the question first. Is that the, isn't that the same microphone that Mariah Carey uses? <laughs> <laughs> this is the exact one. It's a little beat up. It's been in my pocket for most of it. Look, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not kidding. Call it your pocket? I'm not kidding, everyone. This is not highbrow production here. I have this little microphone that I walked around here. I like to do it. It sounds good when I'm at home, but this is what you get. This is what you get. Hey, this is creating content. This is creating content. This is out giving people a feel, a pulse of, of what it's like to be here at Bank of California Stadium. And people crave that Are stuff. you feeling it? I'm yes. Feeling it. I'm feeling yeah. it too. I took, my head, I took my headset off right after the pregame show and I, because, you know, those, the cans on your ears, you don't get to get, like, get yeah. the full feel of the ambiance. And I took the headset off and I was just blown away when they were singing the national Kim, Kim Caldwell, yeah. Kim Harvey singing, Sorry, the nas- singing the national anthem. I mean, she crushed it. Uh, God, that was just unreal. We gotta get another game here. By the way, hats off to the Galaxy because they make this, they both the two clubs make this what it is. And you, no one wants to think about leaving this place having lost it. Even the Galaxy, you say, hey, there's no pressure. There is pressure. Don't even put it into existence. I don't even want. I'm ma- a big believer in putting it into existence. I don't even want to manifest on 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 the, on the Galaxy and, and what they've done here. Let's talk about All LAFC. Right. Danny Buanga, a game winner in the second half. Danny Buanga, I like it. Or Chichi. You know, again, they're going to hear this after the fact, so you'll sound like a really smart guy or a complete idiot in a few minutes. But <laughs> I've been called both. <laughs> I know, dude, I was downstairs. It was like, it was all these policemen on horseback. Everyone's floating around. Um, lots of, lots of uh, black 
stretch limo type, you know, like the, the SUVs, car service, people rolling out, the beautiful people. Oh my God, what's going on here? And I go, I thought about like what you said about MLS. You wouldn't see that like the New York uh, New York Metro Star In Harrison, Chicago New Jersey? Fire. In Harrison, New Jersey, at Red Bull Arena? Dude, I was like calling <laughs> games at Giant Stadium. There was like 2,000 people in there. I'm like, man, this blows. <laughs> it's terrible. And, you know, I did a, uh, a post on my Instagram story at the Real Rogo, shameless plug. Uh, the Real Rogo? Yes, earlier today. How many times have you changed that, that handle? Never. It's the original one. Uh, and and I said, I took a picture of the the policeman on the horses. We've never had that. I'm like, you know it's a giant match. They're yeah. expecting big things when you got the horses out who are policemen riding around. That Buwanga goal was nice, but there was nothing as impressive that I will see today than one of those horses taking a big dump <laughs> on the street, and the guy gets the little, the little what's it called? I think that's called a the, the giant poop, pooper scooper. The pooper scooper. <laughs> and in one swift motion, it was gone. There was not a little piece of turd or anything. It was clean like it never yeah, happened. Go ahead, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> the horse, the horse is like, yeah, never happened. We're like, wouldn't it be great to be a horse and just crap whenever you please, and someone just scoops it up. Uh, I didn't think we were talking about. It. I was just I, really. Impressed. I didn't know it was this kind of show, Max. Seriously, I mean, you just took it down a completely different road. I wasn't uh, expecting any of that. So, yeah, I might have dropped a couple too while we're just standing here. <laughs> I can't scoop it up. Though. Sorry. All right, we're gonna nervous. We're gonna walk. I'm gonna walk around later and show people what it's like. I'm gonna try and nestle in the 3252, not be too disrespectful, but hopefully get there. My wife's here too. I've been, I've been ignoring Helen a bit, so she's gonna give me the ride. Well, then you can buy Helen and myself after LAFC wins. You can buy us all a, a mar- Cadillac Margarita. Okay. How about a frosty cold Dos Equis? Dos Equis. I would do that too. I would do that too. I may have had half of one. You're allowed really? to. You're allowed okay, to. Good. You're technically anonymous. All right. Here we are. Soccer OG Podcast. LAFC Galaxy. Soaking in El Trafico. Classico Angelino. The name. The Trafico is a good name, but we don't use it. Classico Angelino. Let's go. I also say LAFC Galaxy. Marco Gatino. All right. Okay. We got to go watch the game. This is incredible. We're on the fourth floor. I don't know why I'm whispering, but I would kind of get this around here so we can see. But this is a... Uh, it's a pretty uh, incredible atmosphere. So we'll keep it going. I'll talk to you in a few minutes.
the most amazing thing. Five goals on eight shots in this place, in this city. Hats off to the Galaxy. We have games like this. This league is going to be one of the best in the world. I'll be back home to wrap it up. It's not over yet. Hold on. Final whistle, if there is, we don't know if we're here. Oh wow! Take a breath. Take a breath. This is just a, a rush of the senses. Here we go. Here we go. Where's that whistle? Alan Chapman, our referee, he's had a bit of a rough one. Where's that whistle? No, no. Still going, still, bear with me. We're gonna hear the pop, or we're gonna hear a galaxy equalizer. amount of stoppage time in the stadium, in, in case you didn't know. Wow, Galaxy are throwing everything at him. Cleared away, Chiellini's in the game now. Blow It's like 105th minute. Still going. Still some meat on this bone. I mean, are we playing another game here? What's going on? into the area, cleared away, Eddie Segura, that's it, that's it, that's it, yes, it's over! Okay, I'm back home, I want to apologize for the, the changing levels of audio, it was quite a shock to the system, I'm sure. But uh, 
It was an idea. I went with it. I think you'd appreciate it. We took you in there. It got loud. Forgive my screaming. I was just taken by the moment. I got to share it with my wife, which was very sweet, special. Walked to that stadium, and when you work for a club, you, uh, you're there every day. So you get to know the players and the staff and everyone involved with it. And, you know, that's the big payoff. You know, I worked at these national media companies. You don't have that camaraderie. So this was uh, pretty special. I didn't even have anything to drink. Crikey. (laughs) So uh, it's on to October the 30th. The MLS Cup playoffs. We'll continue to keep an eye on that on the Soccer OG. And we'll try some new things as well. I want to thank everyone at 110 Football and Mark Rogandino and the folks at LAFC that allow me to walk around like that and carry a microphone and we'll keep it coming. We'll get back on the tracks as well for the World Cup this weekend. So a lot to discuss, certainly in the world of football. The MLS Cup playoffs are now down to six teams. You'll know what happens Sunday. LAFC takes on the winner of Austin FC, FC Dallas. Philadelphia beat FC Cincinnati 1-0. They'll take on the winner of Montreal, Club Foot Montreal, and New York City FC, the reigning champions. This is good for the league, you know. MLS is a big, bit of a punching bag, so we you need this kind of stuff where it looks cool. Because everyone looks at it and thinks it's like Revenge of the Nerds. You know, the Premier League's cool, La Liga's cool, the Champions League's cool. And MLS is kind of this nerdy startup, but it's getting there. If you, There's nothing uh, not cool about that stadium and being there. It was fantastic. So I'm recovered. I'm actually going to the airport now. Check out Combate Global on a... Uh, Friday night on Paramount Plus. And we'll keep going with, uh, I want to say, Kellen Acosta hit that winning assist. He wasn't the assist, but he hit the corner that set up the Chicho Arango goal. Maybe Kellen Acosta takes set pieces for the United States at the World Cup. What do you say? He'd have to get in the game. It's a big It's a big ask. He's like one of the five, six American players, and I think I forgot to mention at the beginning, that will have this break. So he'll keep playing for now, but it's... Walker Zimmerman, Aaron Long, for sure. Kellen Acosta, Jesus Ferreira, Paul Ariola. I don't think Jordan Morris makes it, but maybe. So that's the six, right? I don't know if I'm missing anybody. Uh, Christian Roldan, who's a bit on the outside looking in. But there you have it. I, mean, I want to get my hat off to the LA Galaxy. Obviously, uh, I was being the fanboy there because uh, all the work you put in with the club, but the Galaxy played really well. The Galaxy dictated terms. It, that was a, it was not an attractive game. It was not an attractive game. It just had eight goals. There was, there was five goals on eight shots on target. So that's pretty efficient. And LAFC Philadelphia is the final I think everyone wants to see. And hopefully we get it because uh, that's going to be very promotable. And I think I mentioned that also. If they play that day, across the street is a Coliseum. It's a USC homecoming. And USC is having a great season. They, want, they lost last time out. But that's going to be mayhem on November the 5th if LAFC gets by whichever Texas team they will play. This is the Soccer OG Podcast. I hope your ears are back to normal, as is my voice. Download, subscribe, tell a friend, rate, review. Also check out the Soccer OG on YouTube under my name, Max Bretos. I'm hoping to have Christopher Sullivan, my old running mate. He's going to be in Qatar for the World Cup, so we'll talk to him about what to expect. Everyone's talking about it. Andres Cantor is doing his... uh, Media Blitz, so he's out and about. The Fox folks are. Had a chance to see John Strong, spoke to Warren Barton. I obviously spoke to Alexi Lalas last week, but what an amazing opportunity that they're going to have. And I know they got some stick about covering the uh, the political situation in Qatar or the human rights violations. 
And obviously they should report on that, but I don't know. Don't glorify anything for starters, but they're going to have to report something, but apparently they're not going to. But like when you turn on the World Cup, you want to watch the games. Uh, I would like to be educated on what happened effectively and uh, accurately. You know what? We I think I I, I don't really want to turn into Fox for that. I can go on the internet. And when that's happening, we'll certainly pay a closer mind to that. So have a great night. <laughs> if you're listening to it at nighttime, have a great day. And we'll talk to you very soon, as I always do here on the Soccer OG. Signing off, Placido Domingo. Domingo.